Hello! Today, you get to tune into a live power coaching session I did inside the community back in January. Candace was struggling to get and stay organized with everyday tasks while working on a big project, and she was just constantly adding to her already long to-do list, which added to the chaos and the disorganization in her brain. You know how it goes. You can probably identify with that, right? Well, in this power coaching session, I worked with Candace to identify the best way to get organized, streamlined, and productive in her everyday life, especially while working on those God-sized goals. So before we tune in, I want to remind you to join me on May 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for my Time Management Foundations Masterclass. In this free masterclass, you'll learn the building blocks to effective time management and find out exactly what you need to get more done each day so you have time for what matters most. Register at HerRenewedStrength.com forward slash free workshop right now, and I'll shoot you an email with the private Zoom details plus some information to get you ready for the masterclass. You'll also be automatically entered to win some pretty sweet door prizes just for signing up. And don't worry if you can't make it live, you'll get the 48-hour replay. So are you ready to listen into that power coaching session? Let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Getting organized is a challenge, and I want to understand just a little bit more about your process to get organized. What does that look like? Yeah, it's very chaotic, to be honest. You know, from my past, really, all I try to do is, because there's so much to get done, it's just brain dumping everything and I would always just keep these running to-do lists that are never ending <laughs> either like I really like paper pencil but I've tried google notes and other things like that I've really been trying to use Asana but I have not really been good at it <laughs> but I'm, I'm still working on that but the best thing I did I guess last year was to accomplish the two big goals that I had which was to publish my book and to start a podcast was like, you know, really just do the whole, you know, this is what it is. And then you have just listing out every single step and going from there with the focus for the month and just being like, okay, this is what I have to do. But it, I really don't know if that's good, if that's right. Like, <laughs> and so I'm trying to take that into like this year because I'm like, well, it may have been the best method, but th it did allow me to accomplish those goals last year. It was just chaotic. <laughs> Yeah. So if I understand correctly, you try to use systems like software systems that promise, you know, organization or some method of helping you to gather and sort through everything in your brain, but you typically do better with paper and pencil, right? 
And then the two things, the two very big, by the way, a whole book and an entire podcast. So you did in one year, what some people take years and years to do. And that was the result of you brain dumping and then having a focus goal. Correct. So when you brain dumped and you decided that you were going to focus on whatever you were going to focus on at that time, how did you get from all this to this one thing? What did that look like? I really can't even put it into words, to be honest with you. Like, I remember saying like, okay, like I need to start the podcast and I need to do the book. And so I'm like, I need photos. So let's start there. Like, it was just kind of like, this is like the overarching goal. And like, what can I break it down into? So it's like, you need to take this course and you need to get photos. And so I tried to prioritize, like, what were the big things that I needed to do to kind of help me to reach that goal? And then trying to go from there to like, break those things down yeah. but I just feel like so much has been added since then that mm-hmm. it's just like trying to keep up with the normal daily task and trying to grow from where I am it's just like it's too much <laughs> so, yeah. and I need a better system so when you are adding things how often do you come back and kind of recalibrate everything like everything that you have going on and putting it into one space so that you can sort through it Not often. I just keep adding to my list. (laughs) I don't really come back. Okay. So it sounds like when you got organized, there wasn't a system or a method that you had in place to remain organized as new things were coming into play. Right. And so what I understand you to have shared is that when you had the big goal, you were pretty good at chunking it down, which is what I call breaking things down. So you took those little chunks and you sorted those out. And then you decide, all right, I'm not going to worry about this. I'm going to do this first. And once that's done, I'll move on to this. Mm-hmm. That's very good because I think that's going to be a really good starting point. I think the best thing to do in this season right now is to do an audit of everything you have going on. And because everything is kind of all over the place, you're going to chunk upward, which means that you're going to put them in new buckets. So you're going to put all these things that you have going on. You're not going to categorize them just yet. You're going to look at them and you're going to see the main categories. Kind of like in podcasting, we have pillars. Your life is kind of like that in terms of the things that are happening. So you probably have your, your business on the side. You probably have your career stuff for your nine to five. Then you have family. And then family can even go into motherhood and marriage. And then you have your walk with the Lord, which is first. We should start with that first. So walk with the Lord marriage, parenthood, career, ministry on the side, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just based on what I know from you personally. Is there any other area that you think is being left out right now? Would it just be, I guess, the household stuff? Is that included in family, like getting the household chores and stuff like that done, cooking, that kind of thing? Is that all? So that does fall under family. And the reason it falls under family is because it is the, you take on the role of serving your family in that way and keeping everybody organized and put together, right? And for your children to be okay and fed and all of that, cooking and cleaning is taken, it has to happen, right? So we can put family in one bucket and then you have like sub buckets, like smaller areas. And so I think one thing that, 
I try to do as much as possible, especially because I have a lot of moving parts as well. And this helps me to stay organized is to keep those main categories. So every time you take on something else, whether it's a new activity, whether it's a new like weekly task or a project that is going to take some time, you identify what bucket it falls under. Once you identify what bucket it falls under, you understand what priority it has. And I think it's very important from the jump to know and decide what your priorities are going to be. So if your walk with the Lord is first and this new task falls under career, then you know that that thing is not going to be more important than your walk with the Lord. So when things are are fighting for time, you're always going to have your non-negotiables, right? That you at least fit in 15, 20 minutes for, like you're going to get it in regardless, just like brushing your teeth or like showing up to work. Those things are going to happen regardless. So when something new comes into the picture, you build around the things that are going to happen regardless and then start allotting time to that thing. So have your buckets is the first part, right? Your life buckets. Once you identify your life buckets, you prioritize those buckets overall, overall. And then you can start to kind of have like little subtasks, tasks and subtasks under those buckets. I'll show you an example. So in my planner, I'm a pen to paper person too. So on the side, I would have a brain dump for the week and I actually categorize what it falls under. So her renewed strength, family, kids, and then anything, whatever bucket it falls under. And then I, I color code those buckets in my own planner. And that just helps me understand like, all right, I know I'm setting aside time for this thing that's important to me. It might not be seven hours, it might be two, but at least like the most important things that are in that bucket are gonna get done in two hours because that's all I can give to it, right? And it helps Mm -hmm. to reduce the overwhelm or the anxiety you have about getting to the thing. Because I think a lot of people, because there's so many moving parts, they worry about when they're gonna get to that thing. You know that you'll get to it. How much time you can give to it is a different thing to consider. But the question should never be, when will I get to this? You should know when you're going to get to it. The question should be, how much can I actually pour into this? And that will tell you how long it'll take for that thing to go, you know, from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So I'm going to pause there and just kind of recap where we're at so far. Okay. Quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy Podcast Production and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message George Joy at facebook.com forward slash George Joy. All right. Back to the show. As far as getting organized, when you have a lot going on, it's very important to categorize those things. So as things stand right now, take some time to brain dump everything you have going on and then to put them in their new buckets. And you can have a miscellaneous bucket too, but try as hard as possible to fit things into a proper category. And you're going to give priority to certain categories over the others. So you have to put, you know, one, two, three, four, so that you understand 
and you make a commitment to put whatever is first, first. Let me ask you a question about the buckets. Do you have a, I don't know, rest or self-care bucket? (laughs) Yeah, so I have a me bucket. So my me bucket is also like my God time bucket because the things that rest and like rest and recharging for me most often is being with the Lord. And so my morning and evening routines are me time. And then on certain days of the week, I also schedule in me time where it's like either downtime or time just to be in prayer. And that can be in the middle of like a work bucket that could be in the middle of whatever it can be in the middle of. It's really up to you. But it is important to schedule rest into the week, especially if you have so many things going on, because that break is going to be really crucial for your mental bandwidth, you know, and your physical ability to recover. Now, I want to share and I'm I'm actually, you know, planning a podcast episode around this. But a lot of times we think rest is physical rest or like just an opportunity to do nothing but your mind still races. So I think it's important to have rest and plan for restful activity that will allow your brain to come down from all of the things that you're constantly thinking about. Because if not, that rest will be in vain. The second thing I wanna share on that is that there is so much benefit in planning. And so part of what you inquired about is You want to be able to prioritize so that you can plan. And I think having a plan is what allows for that mental rest, because then you have an idea, you've identified where something will take place. Whereas when you fail to plan or improperly plan, there's still this question and this thing that lives at the front of your thoughts saying, you still have to do this. When is this going to happen? You know, it's just like this constant prompting. So what I want to encourage you to do is take an hour at the beginning of each week before you start, you know, actually executing on the things. And in terms of those categories, identify what under those categories you will invest time into, you know, if it's time with your husband, when will that happen? And what, what boundaries will you set around it? If anything tries to take you know, take time from that. If it's time with your children, will that time be an hour? Is it going to be 15 minutes? And if anything tries to come in the way of that, what boundaries are you setting so that that doesn't happen? Because the worst thing that we can do is like deviate from the plan and then feel guilty, right? Like the guilt is very heavy and that can also be very overwhelming, the emotional piece of that. So if there is an adjustment, What are you willing to sacrifice? You know, what are you willing to give on in terms of adjusting and understanding that in advance, kind of thinking through that, because it'll be way easier to set and enforce a boundary if you understand that you don't want to suffer X consequence. Can you say that like if there's an adjustment to the plan, you said think about what? Think about what you're willing to sacrifice if if an adjustment is made, right? So if you're thinking through um say bedtime with your children right bedtime is a special time it's a bonding time if someone calls you in the middle of bedtime on what grounds would you actually take that call and be willing to sacrifice the time with your kids so that you don't feel guilty 
knowing that in advance is really helpful because then it's it's easy, right? If you if you get a call and no one sends a message after, probably not important. But if you get a call and a text message that comes in after is like, hey, so-and-so passed away, we need to talk. It's like, all right, well, I got to take that, right? God forbid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what questions do you have about that? I don't think I have any questions right now. I'm just kind of taking it in because, you know, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. So I'm just kind of writing and uh, taking it in. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, have you thought about it in this way before? No, I haven't. So this is, that's why I said it makes, you know, it makes sense and it sounds like it would be manageable, you know, and uh, it's something I would be able to do, just needed some direction and guidance on how to do this. Yeah, yeah. Categories are a way of naturally sorting things out so that things don't just get jumbled onto the, you know, this one list that has no direction. And I think the benefit in terms of automatically categorizing something is that you can always move things around once you have new information. Like you have authority to do that. And you it's up to you to ask for support if you need support. So just knowing, you know, again, what categories you are chunking things up into and what priority these categories have in your life is going to be very helpful. So anything else you want to work through? We have two minutes. I see we got the categories for buckets. You know, that's, that's the prioritizing. I guess if you have just any tips on better um, planning as far as like maybe executing, maybe that's more the word. Yeah. So when it comes to executing, something that I've learned over time is that even when we plan for something, you know, we're human and we're not it's not like we're robots that are programmed to just do something in the amount of time that we say we're going to do it. Sometimes we do, but that often comes after practice and walking through something regularly and knowing like, oh, writing an email takes me 15 minutes, right? So I think a regular audit, I do a a plan at the beginning of the week and then I do a midweek audit, usually on Wednesdays, where I look back at what I had set out to do and how much time it actually took me to do it and what has not yet happened and what I need to, to move. So there are a few things I look at. What did I plan? That's the number one thing. What did I plan to do? Number two, has what I planned gotten done? Number three, did it take the amount of time I thought it would? And then the fourth thing is based on what has gotten done, do I need to adjust my plans or maybe what hasn't gotten done? Do I need to adjust my plans? And just as a bonus, I think the last thing would be, do I need support in getting these things that still have yet to have, you know, have gotten done these things that are still pending? Do I need extra support? Whether it's asking someone for help on actually, you know, walking it out, maybe asking someone for guidance on how to do the thing or just asking someone to help you with something else so that you have a little more bandwidth for the thing that needs to get done. I think raising your hand is a crucial part of execution because when you're carrying so much, it is very challenging to be able to focus on the task ahead of you 
when you're still worrying about the things around you? Well, this is great. <laughs> Glad. Good. Well, thank you for letting me support you today. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.